Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right. It is 1.34 in Edmonton. This is Bob Stoffer with you. Oilers Now, the Edmonton Oilers in the Minnesota Wild. Uh, do you want to mention the best pizza in the city? Still making it great. It is Royal Pizza, where the Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. We have Mike Greenlight coming up. He's worked for a number of years as the uh, Minnesota Wild television analyst. He had a cup of coffee in the Oilers organization. We just had Brian Burke on, and I want to get to some quick texts just before we bring uh, Mike in. Jared says, Bob, I despise Brian Burke when you announced that he'd be on every Thursday. I wasn't even going to listen. He has quickly become my favorite guest. That comes to us from Jared. Uh, Hockey Howie says, God, I want Brian Burke as our GM. Topher out of Red Deer said, uh, when Brian Burke told the story about Mark Messi, he said, no, don't trade me. I'm here to, to work this situation through in Vancouver, even though the Canucks had fired Mike Keenan. Uh, Messier really said that. That guy's a kicker. Topher paid homage to Mark Messier's comment after winning the 1984 Conn Trophy to uh, to get this trophy as an absolute kicker. Uh, so agree with Burke. Damn right, Brian. Those are some of the other texts that are coming in. So he's a, a big personality. Mike Greenlay, on the other hand, uh, a little bit more subtle. Is that fair to say, Mike? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking to. Uh, I'm not looking to get into anybody's grill here. <laughs> Although Berkey does. <laughs> uh, what, did you ever come across him, or during you know during over the years? I mean, you've you, you've been removed from being a player for what 15, 18 years now. But uh, I mean, he's a pretty interesting personality. He's got some uh, thought on pretty much everything. Yeah, I remember, um, and this was back in I think it was maybe two thousand and two maybe um somewhere around there they had the, they had the uh they had the broadcast meetings in vancouver that year and i was living in i was living in seattle there so i just i just i drove up there and he and he was one of the featured speakers there and i remember him you know really 
railing against and keep in mind these are the broadcast meetings and he was up there railing about railing against tv and uh, tv dollars and all this kind of stuff because you know the money all money comes from at that you know and surely at that time especially from ticket sales and yes you know i guess everyone's argument was you know i mean yeah you you that's how you make money as you sell tickets but at, at some point if you're selling out your building that's it. I mean, you, you're not you're not going to add twenty thousand seats to your building. Um, so where are you going to add revenue if you're already selling out your building? And you do that through you know broadcasting and, and television and ad dollars and so on and so forth. So anyway, it was uh, we were all kind of saying, well, hey, he's he's really old school. <laughs> and now he's an analyst for NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet, who spent five billion dollars. I guess there is money in hockey. I guess there is money in TV eventually, right? (laughs) Yeah, a 12-year national deal. By the way, the Oilers' regional rights are up uh, at the end of the 2020 season. You'd be naive to believe that with a building called Rogers Place, the current regional rights on Rogers Sportsnet, uh, the radio uh, sponsor uh, for Rogers Game Night... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that Rogers might be a tad proactive in trying. Oh, and Edmonton has a guy by the name of Connor McDavid, and, and even in spite of the fact that the team's struggled, and believe me, Mike, I hear about the struggle every day with the fans, and I get the frustration. Uh, the fact of the matter is, that guy's a draw, and those rights are up, and it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> All right, tell me this. Let's switch focus to the Minnesota Wild. Um, Craig Leopold, the former owner of the Nashville Predators, this, uh, for a number of years now owned the Minnesota Wild. Chuck Fletcher was the GM for six years, or made the playoffs six consecutive years. Uh, he was dismissed last spring, very you know picked up by New Jersey right away, and then now back in Philadelphia, uh, where he brought Brent Flair with him. Uh, you know, with, who's with the Wild organization? So, give me a thought on how it's gone with Paul Fenton, the former Nashville assistant GM. Remember uh, where the owner came from, Nashville, and how you know has have you noticed a noticeable change under the guidance of Paul Fenton? Well, I mean, I think you know, when you when you I think when you go from a guy that's been here for what it was uh, Fletcher here eight or nine years, and you go from that. There's 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 a certain you know there's a certain feel when you know when you bring in uh, a new element there obviously the um, you you go from a guy who was very familiar and comfortable with everything that they were doing and what was going on and they had their game plan and when you bring in something new well that you know obviously there's there's some growing pains in terms of um, you know what what direction things are going to go in how quickly you're acting on things. How deep you're going to go into uh, making certain moves? I mean, so um, it's, it's a tough comparison to take someone that's been there for a long time, and then you know, if you're making that change, then obviously you're going to make a change, and then they have a game plan going forward. Not that not that I'm privy to it, and not that um, they wanted to just come out of the gate and make big splashes. They they said right from the start that that's not what they wanted to do and they really haven't i mean you know there's also you know we're in a we're in a very uh i mean we're in a cap world obviously so there's there's sometimes limited uh, resources or limited opportunity to really do anything too big because of you know uh, commitments that are going to go forward so um as far as 
day-to-day stuff, I don't really, you know, I don't really notice that that much. I see him around. Uh, we talk to him a lot, you know, and and you kind of feel feel that they're being patient. But uh, you know, other than that, they're really, you know, you, you, it, it's tough to really come in and make too many big splashes. I guess. Usually, one of the things that happens is, you know, the coach gets evaluated. What was interesting here, Mike, is that Dean Evason. Uh, who had spent several years. Dean actually replaced, Ian Herberts was the head coach of the Nashville farm team in Milwaukee. Ian left Milwaukee and went to the University of Alberta to be the head coach to return to his alma mater. Uh, he won two national championships in his final three years there. So he, he did three years, won two titles. The last two years he coached there. Todd McCollin hired him for three years. Uh, and then Dean's just returned to the U of A. But the last six years, Dean Evison has been the head coach for, uh, you know, for David Poyle's organization in Nashville, Paul Fenton, and now Dean's the assistant coach for Bruce Boudreau. That's kind of an interesting scenario, isn't it? Uh, it's interesting just yeah, because of the fact that, you know, um, that, that move wasn't made by Bruce, obviously. I mean, sometimes coaches make right. their own moves when it comes to assistant coaches. This move was uh, precipitated by uh, the new GM. So, um, But, you know, on one side of the coin, you could say that that's, uh, you know, in one side of the coin, you could say that, yeah, that's that's what people would, you know, might say is the future if there, if there, is, if there is a change at any point. And other people might just say that, you know, when you – when you're the new GM, you're going to want to bring some people that you're familiar with, just because it helps you, you know, keep your grow the organization in a you know in a in a familiar way, or you can bounce things off of people that uh, that you're familiar with a lot easier than if you're just kind of trying to acclimate to a bunch of new people. So, I mean, you know, the whole the full spectrum, I guess, if you want to, you know, you talk about it that way. But yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, it's been it's been good. I mean, I you know Dean's a, Dean's a great guy. I didn't really know him that well uh, before he got here, but uh, you know he's I think he's been a great uh, a great addition and um, and so. But uh, yeah, like I said, you could speculate you could speculate from one end of the spectrum to the other. So. We do that every day on a show called Oilers Now. Trust me, we're joined right now by Mike Greeley. Mike, uh, one thing that we don't have to specu- speculate on. Miko Koivu torn uh, ACL. It's a massive loss for this hockey team, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, because you know they're they're already asking questions. Is he going to be ready for training camp? I mean, you know, we're we're here February. We're one week into February. They're talking about training camp next year. I mean, yeah. So it's it's obviously you know he's you know they basically Paul Fenton said today he's out for the year. I mean that's we don't want to speculate on you know when he might be back or what is what the regimen might be he hasn't even been he hasn't even had surgery yet which will happen friday um but uh you know so basically they just want to you know kind of take every step they kind of did that with matt dumba too they didn't want to speculate until he had surgery he did now and then even now they're just kind of saying all right well you know just uh, he's progressing he's whatever he's just he's healing but yeah this is tough for for the wild to lose uh, koivu because he's been He's been very durable, so he's been around. You know, he hasn't missed that many games. I think he's only missed like seven in the last three years, and uh, and so he, he does everything. I and mean, when when you get a guy that does everything, I mean, even strength, two hundred foot player, big face off guy for the Wild, uh, big penalty kill in terms of you know winning face offs uh, on the penalty kill and and killing penalties, power play. I mean, he does everything. He's got the C on his sweater, so. Um, you know, and, and obviously, when you lose a guy that has that many 
uh, you know, that many parts of his game that are that are big, you really start to ask yourself, well, how do you fill the gap on certain things? And it, sometimes it's easy, you know, not easy, but sometimes you can look at one area of the game and say, all right, well, this guy can step in there and maybe handle this part or this guy can step and handle that part. But you know, there's plenty of parts of this game where you need to have two or three big elements of your game to cover for a guy. And if you don't have that guy, though, now how do you cover all those areas? So uh, it's a big loss. It's going to be tough. The Wilder are going to have to try and find a way to have, uh, you know, everyone's got to tighten up a little bit here defensively because he, he handled a lot of the games against, you know, someone like McDavid or, or other, you know, other teams, top guys, home or road, they would find a way to get uh, Koivu and his line out against them because he's so responsible from the red line back. So, that's that's going to be a, a, an interesting factor here. He spent three seasons as the Oilers' uh, goaltender down on the farm. Longtime Minnesota Wild television analyst Mike Greenlay joining us, Bob Stopper with you on Oilers now. All right, this is a little bit of an Oilers-centric uh, question for you, but Matt Hendricks, and I know he's not playing full-time. He's a healthy scratch for tonight's game. But uh, can you speak to, to what happened to a guy that, that loves the game that that much and has the passion for life and the energy level that a guy like that brings his meant to his hockey team you know I, I, you gotta love guys that love the game and you know they're, they're, hey we've seen it before Bob I mean we, where there's players that have the skill and the talent and everything to play this game and to play at this level but you just look at them and say man you don't look like you really want to play or you don't look like you really want to you know do what's necessary to be better you know and some guys are you know some guys are good already they could be better if they had a little bit more of a you know a care to their game here's a guy that you wish you could almost like give him some more level of 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 game here and there so or you know whether you know whether it's whether it's more youth or whether it's more something give him some more so he could be a bigger factor because the effort level is you know you can only give as much as you can give and he's giving it all and so you 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 just you just uh you got to appreciate someone who's made it to where he has and stayed to where he is just because he likes it that much and he works that hard at it and that's that i i that's always big in my book you know because there's there's you know we we all get frustrated when we see certain guys that have more skill or more talent than than maybe maybe they deserve but they don't really seize upon it just because they aren't doing the extra things they they don't look like they're gonna you know they're not gonna drop down in front of a shot or they're not gonna they're not gonna you know give it any extra on that back check or they're not gonna stay out after practice or be the first one out to make their game better they they're they're happy with where they are and if they wanted to get better, they could. There's a lot of guys that want to get better but can't just for whatever reason. But he's a guy who definitely uh, continues to work and is, is just a you know he's uh, he's he's a, he's just a, he's a phenomenal phenomenal guy. I mean, I know you've you've known him uh, as well, and and uh, he's just a terrific person, and and you kind of cheer for those kind of guys. 
All right, we're going to have some fun here. This, uh, I, I know it's a fact that the 1989-90 Stanley Cup champion Edmonton Oilers, they think that the two games that you played for them were two of the most significant that season. Uh, <laughs> but, but with all seriousness, you, you know, you were the number one goalie on that farm team that year, and the guy that led the team in scoring, John LeBlanc, he couldn't skate, but it, did he not have the sweetest set of hands on a big man you ever saw? Absolutely. I mean, he, uh, you know, and he was, it's funny because, you know, I, when I was down there, I was just a kid, and there's a few guys that have been around a few few years, or, you know, at least have, have, been, have been guys that have had kind of known the game a little bit, and he was one of them. And uh, it was just funny. I mean, it was almost like uh, they didn't worry about too much, where, you know, when you're a young guy, you, you find everything to worry about, right? So, uh, but yeah, he was... <laughs> Hey, he was uh, he was a character. I'll tell you, he was a, he was a real character, and it was uh, it was it was it was fun. It was fun playing with him. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Former UNBB Red. Great stuff, Mike. We'll see you in about two and a half hours. Thanks for joining us here in Oilers now. Sounds good, Bob. That is Mike Greenlee, longtime television analyst of the Minnesota Wild. Bob Starfer with you. The Oilers in the Wild tonight on the Oilers Radio Network. We'll take a timeout. Come back with this day in Oilers history. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. One fifty-three in Edmonton, 2.53 Central Time. The Edmonton Oilers, the Minnesota Wild, game time. 6 o'clock Edmonton time, 4.30 City Ford face-off show. Bob Stoffer with you. i just going to pull up the right screen here. Here we go. Let's go to List Day and Oilers History, brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel. Receive free parking at the Valley Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Uh, what do you got for us today, Brendan Escott? What happened February 7th, 1989? Well, that was the night that the NHL's 40th All-Star Game took place right here in Edmonton, and then Kings forward Wayne Gretzky was named the MVP of that game with a goal and two assists. Now, that same day, Bob, the Oilers traded Keith Acoin, or excuse me, Keith Acton, and a sixth-round draft pick in the 91 draft, which ended up being uh, Dmitry Yushkevich, to Philadelphia in exchange for Dave Brown. Well, you know, I was a pretty big Dave Brown fan back in the day, so that was a pretty happy day for me. And he kind of changed the complexion. Um, things had gotten a little bit nasty between the L.A. Kings and the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Dave Brown, I've often referred to him on the ice as a cold-blooded assassin. I would suggest you probably one of the top five tough guys of all time. I mean, he hit to hurt you. Played over 700 games in the NHL. Uh, played all seven games of the Oilers playoff series that they lost L.A. in 1988-89. And then the Oilers won the Cup in 1989-90. And then he played uh, 16 playoff games for the Oilers when they went three rounds in 90-91. Those 90-91 and 91-92 teams basically on fumes uh, still made it to the third round of the playoffs. Oilers are not out of it. They're three points out of a playoff spot, but they're also three points out of last place in the Western Conference. And there's a lot of passion as to what's taking place here in Edmonton. Uh, we'll be back again roughly around 4.30 with the City Ford Face-Off show. Tomorrow, we can tell you, 
that one of our guests, courtesy of the River Cree Resort and Casino, will be Elliot Friedman for NHL Hockey on Rogers. So we'll have some fun with that. We'll have a bit of a preview coming up in the weekend for both the Edmonton Oil Kings and the Alberta Golden Bears. And we might get a little bit of Sharks perspective as well. Maybe from Fear of the Finn? We'll wait and see. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.